welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. And welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 166, Time Lash. Uh, we apologize in advance, but before we do that, my name is John, and joining me, as he does every time we try to splice a human with a dinosaur slug creature, it's my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey, what is happening? A whole lot is happening, my friend. How are you? Boy, oh boy, is it. I'm I'm good. Life good. on the homestead here is busy. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is drinking some eggnog in the other room and making faces at me because frankly I, I don't like I, I don't like eggnog. I you know what? I maybe this is the year I I, I don't think I've actually ever tried tried eggnog. Uh, well, from what I understand, there is good eggnog and then there's like the russell stover quality of eggnog so you got to be careful in what you buy oh okay so just you know don't don't cheap out on it all right uh, okay. you know get, get like buds or something right because they also make ice cream and stuff so that that stuff's pretty good but no, i'm i'm good life is busy we've just really quickly back to back to back it's been like uh, uh my son's birthday party thanksgiving christmas tree day and uh going through like 10 episodes of hell your season two in like three days oh my goodness and now back to work <laughs> oh geez oh yeah yeah it's, it's uh it's been crazy i i was trying to think of the the last time we recorded what was happening and I, not this much not this much for either one of us i feel no. like when was our when was our release date last time? Was it the nineteenth? Uh, it was it was two weeks ago. So, so the eighteenth, nineteenth, um, yeah, just about because so it was. Had we just got um, Henson? Yes. So we did. We did talk about Henson. Okay. Yes, we did. So we we have officially adopted Henson, our little pup. Hooray. He is officially part of this family. We just need to get him into some training because he's a he's a he's a lot to he's a lot, but it's fine. It's a, he's he's, he's very, a feisty little fella. He is a pup. Let's he's, put it that way. Yeah, he's uh he's very small. He's cute. He just needs a little bit of training, and he's going to be the perfect little pup. Hopefully, for our brand new studio. Nice that we have um, to be determined on the name. We're still throwing some names around. I think we we don't want to call it a studio and we don't want to call it productions, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, we, I, I, um, I, I don't think there's a random studio name generator out there. No, I don't think there is. But um, we have been busy over here in Valley Village. Uh, the the room I am currently in is pretty much ready to go um we had some hiccups tonight so unfortunately you will not be hearing us we are not using all of the new equipment we're using the uh the stuff that brought us to the game if you will yeah um we tried it out uh there were some technical difficulties so we just went back to what we know uh but if you do want to hear what the first recording sound like you can check out uh, the historical hookup episodes that are coming out. Um, I think the beginning of next year, which is not that far away. I think it's the JFK episode and I can't remember the other one, but okay, cool. Yeah, they recorded two episodes here. Um, pretty excited to, you know, for us to get set up for me to get set up over there, but mm -hmm. 
uh, we've got uh, you. You. What did you call? I sent you the the latest picture. You said it looked like. Oh, because you've got the the acoustic tiles on the wall in a checkerboard pattern. I felt like you were merging a recording studio with a set of van slip ons. <laughs> and actually, I owned those van slip ons, but my favorite van slip ons were the black on black checkered. Okay, I, I loved those. I don't know. I am. Um, I'm just sad that I have big flat Fred Flintstone feet because I can't really wear those shoes. Oh, the, let me tell you, I um, they were a challenge, but once they were broken in, they were pretty good. Yeah, typically me breaking them went in was when my feet broke out the sides of them. Hey, hey. Um, I think that's everything that's happening over here with me currently. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we got the whole studio set up. Just. Just excited, ready to get that uh, going. And, awesome. Uh, you know, the old home business. I don't think anything else interesting has happened. Thanksgiving, it happened. That was fun. It was raining here for a while, which was crazy. I heard it was raining up there yeah. as well. Yeah, it's been raining up here, but uh, it seems like this uh, weather California is getting hit with right now is actually kind of coming from the south toward the north, which is a little Weird. unusual. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. What's that so, about? Uh, climate change, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, uh, if you've noticed, we we're we're stretching it out here because, uh, boy, our episode today's time lash. But ooh, before we get to that, we got um, surprisingly a abundance of who news. Some oh, of which, boy. some of which broke today. We f- it finally happened for us. Yes, I think it happened for us on two fronts, right? Um, on galley and and the trailer oh yeah yeah we've we've got a bunch of stuff i mean um and this is the mass of you know two weeks worth of news so had today not happened it would have been hey we have a trailer but no premiere date yet and that was all exciting and it really looks like this will be an exciting season oh my god a very action-packed season which i am all on board for absolutely um but but wait, there's more. Uh, just this morning, literally, I am walking out the door with my kiddo to get him to school. And I'm like, I was going to look at Twitter real quick before we go out the door. And it was like, hey, here's a trailer. New Year's Day. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, really, as I'm walking out the door, I don't have time to watch this right now. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But I did watch it. And I went, oh, my God, I feel like this is a trailer for a season of Killjoys. Uh which sadly is no longer on the sci-fi channel because it had its five season run and it's done. But sure enough, the music that they use is a band that they use on that show too. So yeah, like I am 100% here for this. Yeah, man, this trailer looks um, amazing. I think uh, just the, uh, the teaser trailer we had, we had seen before the one that um, the one that didn't, Oh, we're, are we still, are we going in order here? Well, I mean, I've got them in 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 order, but um, you know, since they're both trailers and they're both you know about the new season, I'm just talking about them both at the same time. Yes, um, but I mean, I, I mean, the trailer we originally got, it was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing, and then we got the trailer that dropped today, and it was like, this is even better. And uh, New Year's Day, New Year's mm-hmm. Day, and also, I mean, I don't. They have not said. Have they said that's just like this is it, or is this the is this the um, are they going to be like oh by the way it's the whole season starting 
right? This is the whole um, season. It, 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 yeah. So there was an article later today, or I guess earlier today, but later today from the trailer dropping. Um, timey wimey. Um, <laughs> from I, I want to say it was from the mirror. Um, and so um, what we have is a, uh, a two-part first episode. Um, Spyfall. Sp- yeah. Spyfall, yeah, which hmm, sounds kind of familiar, Chibs. Um, <laughs> but okay, I'll run with it. Yeah. Um, so what it looks like is we, we have it premiering on New Year's Day. Um, and then part two will be Sunday, January 5th. Nice, okay. And then episode three will be the Sunday after that. And so it will continue on Sundays until the season is done, which I believe puts episode eight on the Sunday of Gallifrey one. (laughs) Of course. Of course. And unfortunately, I will already be on my way home or already home by the time it airs. And I'm a little heartbroken over that. I know. I'm so upset because this is BBC. This is why you need to release this information way sooner. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm not, I can't go changing my, my flight plans now. Yeah. If I was driving, that was one thing. I'd, I'd be like, look, I'm just going to take pull, forever to get home. <laughs> pull over and watch it. Yeah. Well, no, I'd want to be down there. Oh, right, 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 right. But, but this trailer is, is fantastic. Um, I'm trying to, uh, you know, there's, there's a whole lot going on in this. I mean, yeah, everyone's wearing bow ties, so that's good enough for me. Bowties are back. Tuxes are in. Yes, there um, are chases happening. Yeah, uh, it looks action packed for sure. Mm-hmm. It also looks kind of scary at some points. Oh yeah. Um, we have um, we have the Jadoon and we have Cybermen and we have uh, bats. And I think in the teaser trailer there was a giant scorpion thing. So it looks like they're going all out. Um, also, d- just uh, the the poster they've released for this is yes. absolutely gorgeous. They did I such a great job. I love it. And it makes a good uh, phone wallpaper. Yes, I believe it is Lauren's uh, phone background right now. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, we, finally, finally, we can stop just waiting and watching the space. I know. I see where they were going with that. Yes. <laughs> you know, now it's space for all. Great. Cool. But man, did they ramp that up quick? And all of a sudden it's like, here's what you've got coming. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can it be here now? We're like four weeks away. They did it. Four. So, yeah. Four weeks away. We, wow. So we're basically, we're, we have one episode left. Yeah. After this one. Effectively, yeah, we'll just kind of have a, a slightly long week. We'll basically take like a like a, a Christmas break. Yes, absolutely. As it were. Yes. Um. Yeah. So very exciting. Um. We got to get back in that that weekly groove, my friend. Yeah. I'll I'll uh start making some AeroPress coffee now. Yeah, I know, right? Put the coffee on. <laughs> great and we got i mean we we have a million galley guests now we do holy smokes yeah let's because we got info dropped um a week or so ago mm-hmm. um so let's see they're adding uh tracy ann oberman who uh was a von hartman yes uh in army of ghosts and doomsday 
uh, Tilly Steele, who was Willa Twiston in The Witchfinders. Yes. Which is one of my favorite episodes from last season. Oh, my goodness. What an episode. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> um, uh, we got Tracy Simpson, who was a production manager for all the way back in uh, the first season of Modern Who. Oh, wow. Uh, up through much more recent uh, episodes. Um, we've got a gal, Margaret. Uh, hey, ho. Hey, hey, ho. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Yep, that sounds um, about right. Who was actually an assistant floor manager back in the Hartnell years. Oh, cool. Yeah. And and all the way up through like uh Lugopolis and some of the Davison era stories. Um, so that's gonna be exciting. Nice. Um, there's 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 a whole like Star Trek thing going on as well. Yeah, the a um, whole Star Trek thing. Yeah, so like last year it was what the bed Babylon Five. They had a bunch of the actors for Babylon Five, right? In um, this time we're doing a big old Star Trek thing. Um, we have got um, oh, we've got the Kerblam Man. Yes, yes, Matt Roman. Yeah, very excellent. Cool. Now get this: this I'm really kind of excited about because we just talked about this story. Marcus Gilbert, who played Anselin in Battlefield. Yeah. How cool is that? Very cool. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. Holy moly. <laughs> Holy moly. Um, let's see. We've we've got actually we've got a lot of people who seem to be working behind the scenes. Uh Mark McCoy, who is a camera operator and second unit director for the past five series worth of Doctor Who. Yep. Uh Matt Fitton, who's one of the prolific writers with Big Finish. Um, and a huge list. Oh yes, a very of huge additional uh, featured program participants. Not only that, but they've gone and then added. Oh, hey, by the way, third time's a charm. Yes, Pearl Mackey's coming. <laughs> third time's a charm. Please don't cancel again. Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> pretty much. And then just I think today, if not yesterday, I think it was today. Uh, no, it was today. You're right. It was. To- Sorry, it's been a busy day. I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah. I had one day to the other. It's all blurring together. So, okay, so we're, we're getting Pearl Mackey. Yes. Which stoked for. Yes. Fantastic. We're also getting Michelle Ryan, who played Lady Christina D'Souza. Ooh. Um, so, holy moly. Um, and not only that, but when they announced Pearl Mackey, we're also getting Anna, Lu- Anna Louise Plowman, who was Diana Goddard. Yes. In the Eccleston story, Dalek. Yeah, they're doing uh, they're doing work this year for sure. Seriously, I mean, they do work every year, but this year it's just like, uh, I mean, we got Eccleston. Yeah, <laughs> and everything after that, it's just like icing on the cake. Yeah, I mean, totally. and Davidson. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be real good. 72 days, 15 hours, 18 minutes, and 37, 36, 35. You can count down in your head the days till Calfrey if you want. Yep. Very exciting. Let's see. Oh, oh, oh. We've had some guest stars announced, yes. not just not for Galley, but for season 12. Yes. So um, in our season opener two-parter, we have the amazing, inimitable Stephen Fry. Yes, which is just like... Finally, <laughs> right? Yes. Like this is this has been a long time coming, um, and so yeah, we've got Stephen Fry 
and uh, Sir Lenny Henry, mm. who, if I'm not mistaken, I know he is a fan of Doctor Who, but why did I think he was? Like, I'm looking. Ads, get out of the way. Okay, ads. I thought he had actually been, he'd actually done something else. No, but he's a lifelong Doctor Who fan, so hey. Yeah, there we go. Welcome aboard. Absolutely. That That's what we need. And obviously, Stephen Fry, how do you not oh, yeah. just adore Stephen Fry? This is this is fantastic. It's amazing. It's so good. I'm very excited. It is. And and as if that wasn't enough, they then, like a couple days later, announced two more guest stars. One I'm particularly excited about because Goran Vishnik and Robert Glenister are also going to guest star. Goran Vishnik, you might remember me raving about an NBC show called Timeless. Well, I mean besides that he was on er for which i never watched so yeah he was um but yes he was he was luca yeah yeah he was amazing on that show i loved luca okay and and i i loved him as uh garcia flynn on timeless so um it it it's kind of fairly well speculated uh that uh we're gonna see kind of a, a tesla edison Oh, okay. Matchup, and it's going to be these two guys. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and and unbeknownst to me, Garan Vishnik, longtime viewer and fan of Doctor Who, which makes him all the cooler. Yes. Which means, hey, maybe we'll get him at a Gallifrey one one of these days. Oh my god, that would be that would be so cool. Oh, it would be. That would be um, amazing. Yeah, I I was very excited to see these. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, 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 Glenister. Yeah. Uh, was in the caves of Androzani at the tender age of 24. He was. I'm looking at him right now. That's so crazy. He was uh, wearing one of those cool uh, jackets. I don't know who oh, yeah. he was in the caves, but I mean, I'm looking at him, so I know who he is. <laughs> was he one of the, the mercenary dudes? He was. No. Okay. He was the one who was. Um, remember the guy I was like, why is this guy is just laughing for no reason? He was the, oh. the crazy, the crazy one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Cool. Yes, I can. Cool. I cool. Can cool. See it now. Uh, reprising his role? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be so funny, and I don't wow. think possible because the think Doctor that, returns to Androzani. I think that character died. I can't remember, but I think most everybody died in that story, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Well then. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Uh, we are jumping all over through the news again. Links to all this stuff will be in the show notes. So if you missed something, go there, check it out, click on stuff, make yourself happy. Um, Eagle Moss, their, their like premier line of stuff is dropping new companion sets yeah. early next year. We are getting um, uh, Hartnell and uh, Ian, Barbara, and Susan. And then we are getting the 13th Doctor along with... Um, Yaz Ryan and um, Graham. Yeah, they look pretty cool. No, they look very cool. And so they are the the typical um, uh, 121st scale, so about three and a half inches. So I think that's about the same size as the Eagle Moss uh, Scaroth I have. Yes, yes. So we can always have the 13th Doctor versus Scaroth. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> I wouldn't turn that down. That'd be fun. Oh, speaking of, of figures and stuff like that, I forgot to mention. Yes. In the studio, we have a shelf that is solely dedicated to Doctor Who. Nice. As as we would. 
obviously. As well there should be. Yes. Oh boy, Taylor. Excellent. Here we go. You ready for this? I don't know, man. <laughs> um I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm just gonna say the words and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it going here. Uh this week we watched Time Lash. It's starring Colin Baker as the doctor. Nicola Bryan as Perry. Oh, Doctor. Doctor. Yeah, Paul... you do it better than I do. <laughs> Thank you. Uh Paul Darrow as Tekker, which uh I mean is almost a trekker, I guess. But almost. Not, but not. Uh Robert Ashby as Borad and David Chandler as jeez. Oh, as Herbert Wells. Yes, I'm I'm gonna for people who haven't seen Time Lash, I'm gonna keep the surprise until we get to that. Uh it was written by uh Glenn McCoy and directed by Pennant Roberts. Uh, it first aired March 9th and 16th of 1985, and it is the fifth story of season 22. And just to, uh, so we don't have to talk about it even longer, we have a bunch of story notes brought to us by the fine folks at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed we do. Oh boy, the Contron Tunnel from Carful. Mm-hmm. Carful. It just rolls off the tongue swell. Yeah, it does. Uh, leads to Earth and, oddly enough, the highlands of Scotland's near Inverness in the 12th century. Uh, uh, when the Borad is sent through it, uh, spoilers, the doctor comments he'll have somewhere to swim for the next thousand years. Uh, Perry wonders if he'd been spotted, to which the doctor replies, meh, from time to time, implying that uh, the Borad is the Loch Ness Monster. Yes, uh, that's, that Why is, not? I think, my last note. No, actually, no, it's not my last note because we find something else after that. So, okay, all right. Um, I mean, we'll get to that later, but... We will. Sure, great. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The Time Lash is responsible for the Loch Ness Monster. Um, uh, Well, unbeknownst to pretty much everybody before this and literally everybody since this, the TARDIS has color-coded (laughs) seatbelts. Yes. Which we never see again. No, never again. For good reason. Um, uh, this story obviously makes several references to H.G. Wells's novels, The Time Machine, The War of the Worlds, The Invisible Man, The Island of Dr. Moreau. And so I guess my whole Herbert Wells things back in the introduction is now spoiled. He's H.G. Wells. Yeah, good thinking me. Whatever. It's, <laughs> it's fine. You, it's Okay, fine. Now, now get this. This story was originally submitted as a Dalek adventure. It was rejected. But Eric Sayward asked author Glenn McCoy to resubmit it without them. I would have loved to see that story, and I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I think I would, too. Because, yeah, I can definitely tell there was something missing from the story. But they how would they the have even fit in in this? I don't know. You know what? We need, we need to see if that original script is out here somewhere. Oh, my gosh. I'd that would that. be. That would be awesome. I bet it it's not out there, but that'd be really cool if it was. Oh my goodness. I would I would love to read that and see what that is. Ugh. Right? Yeah. Anyway, when playing the role of Tecker, Paul Darrow, who I think we shared a you know, maybe half a year or so ago passed away, uh purposely <laughs> exaggerated his performance as a way of retaliating against Colin Baker's similar portrayal of Babin the Butcher in Blake 7, which is a show. I don't know if you know Blake 7. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Okay, on which Darrow starred as Care Avon, 
uh, Darrow stated that he felt undermined by Baker's bombastic acting on Blake Seven. <laughs> I love it. This is you, man. You come on just... my show and you overact. Oh, I get invited on your show. I'm gonna overact. I believe that's <laughs> one of my notes. Is that one it of my notes? It is, and that I went down and I put in parentheses. Hey, there's a story note about this. <laughs> oh <sighs> my goodness! And he does it so well with his kind of Shakespearean-looking hair. Oh yes, he does. Um, well, I mean. We we're almost we're, it's almost time to completely talk about time lash for an extended oh period of time. But before we do that, Taylor, you have a world famous synopsis for us. Indeed, we do, and we'll see if this improves the story at all. Uh, the Doctor and Perry stumble across a tunnel in time and proceed to investigate. In doing so, they manage to retcon an entire third Doctor story, visit H.G. Wells, overthrow a twisted dictator, avoid a war, and explain the Loch Ness monster. Oh, and we get crystal caverns and a bit of spirit summoning. Oh, boy. Um, so when I picked this, I was like, we hadn't done a sixth Doctor story in a while. And then I had to pick between two. And I think it was uh, darned if you do, darned if you don't at that point. Pretty much. Um, and we were we were darned because we did. Uh, this is... Um, Man, I I I think I was I we were at dinner at a friend's house. Um, they they actually are part of Idiot's Lantern too. They they are the ones that recommended us uh, for the apartment, and I told them, oh, I gotta watch Time Lash, and one of them was like, why do you have to watch Time Lash? And I said, well, I explained <laughs> it, and he said it's it's one of the worst. It's the one of the worst stories ever ever, and I said Io Nine rated it as the worst story ever, and. I said, some people, I've read people either love the story or people hate it. And, you know, we on here on Podcastica, we try to find the good in all of Doctor Who. Um, we did it with Sleep No More somehow. Still one of yeah. my favorite episodes I think we've ever recorded. Probably. Um, we've done it with a couple of, I mean, every, nobody likes Trial of a Time Lord, and but we we found some really good stuff in there, I thought. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Yeah, and you know, it's like, well, let's give it a let's give it a stab here with with Time Lash and goodness gracious, um, I paused the th- the second episode and I almost said third because it felt like it went on forever. Well, forty five minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. I pa- I'm very sure I've never had so many notes to where I just put I I've paused it. Like I've paused it a couple of times. <laughs> I paused part two at least four times. Wow! Just to check the time. I'm like, is this over yet? Uh, and it wasn't. It never was. It's still nope. going on now. It is. We are enmeshed in it. Um, but I mean, that's not to say there wasn't some like there was some all right stuff in this. I don't want to say there was some good stuff because no, I, think I, I get it. Giving it too much credit. I know. Uh, I'd say there was some set design that I liked and there was some makeup design that I liked, but how it did feel like an incomplete story. Yeah. And I will agree with that. And I watched it. um, I basically watched it uh, last Wednesday because I knew going into Thanksgiving break and last weekend, I was not going to have any time to watch it. Well, you got you have your show to prepare for. I I I did. I had <laughs> and ten episodes. Not, not not only that, but 
before the weekend was even out, Hilliard 2 and then the first season both were trending on Amazon Prime. Nice. Very cool. That's, yeah. Anyway, back to this, I guess, if we have to. <laughs> um, yes. But, but no, really, I get it. I found it hard to focus on the story. Yeah, it was, um, I, will, I will say, um, after the, the first uh, episode, I took a nap. I wish I could have. I didn't get to. Um, I could. I could see. It's like I could see the framework of the story and where it could have been good, and it right. just never really gets there. No, it just never ever gets there. That, like I said, there are some points where it's like, oh, that's kind of cool, or some someone's doing something that's like, for instance, one of the first things I noticed that was pretty cool that I thought was whomever the the blue android actor was. Was oh. was really selling that Android walk. Yes, was really selling the Android walk. But man, as soon as he opened his mouth, I'm like, what Android that is this buff has a voice that sounds like he's sort of a chipmunk. Yeah, that I didn't get. And it also sounded like he was singing his lines, kind of. <laughs> didn't it sound like <laughs> the, the inflections in his voice? I was like, is he singing these? It's weird. It, it, you know, I, I hadn't thought about that. I just thought, you know, he's over kind of overselling the roboticness of it. But I suppose if you're really overselling the roboticness of it, you can kind of sound a little sing songy. I wish he was completely sing songy. And then, like, uh, Borat was like, I wish I hadn't programmed these to sing. <laughs> I. I'm sorry. For me, Borat is just Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Oh, 100%. There is so much time we basically see him in a chair and we might we might see an arm or not. And I was just waiting for him to shout, I'll get you next time, doctor. Next time. He could have just been point uh, petting one of those uh, one of the uh, the the Morlocks. Yes. As his pet. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I don't have a lot of. Of notes that are just, um, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of problems here. I Honestly, I feel like my notes are so all over the place. And I think it's fine if our discussion ends up all over the place. So there is uh, a part where uh, two of the characters whose names I didn't uh, bother to learn, uh, <laughs> they go into this control room. And I believe it's, I'm sorry, I, be, I believe it's, uh, it might be, oh, it's, it's uh, Micros and Reigns, I believe. Wow. And they go into the control room and they're having this conversation that no one can hear, but of course somebody can. And he's like, I just got an order that I have to transfer all the energy over to, over to Borad. And he's like, don't do it. And he's like, I have to. And then he just pushes a switch from left to right and it's like it is done <laughs> i'm like wait what yeah. and yeah. he's like your your wife is in a coma in in the hospital don't do this and he's like i just transferred it all with one <laughs> with one just push of a button from left to right i i was I'm like what is going on here and then we have the whole um the whole oh I had the random android that we saw later. Oh, my goodness. There was so much timey-wimey nonsense oh, going there on. there really was. Because I was like, 
WTF, where did this burning android come from? And then I'm like, oh, okay, we do get it explained later. Okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, they get it. We get it explained uh, 40 minutes into the second episode. Oh, God, was it that long? Kind of. It, you know, wow. I might be exaggerating, but it works for me. And I mean, what else? Oh, yeah, we're kind of, like you said, we're retconning a third doctor story in here. Which Completely. Is... I'm sitting here going, like, wow, everybody here knows the doctor. And then, and then I realized, and I had even read it in the notes, and I'd forgotten about it. That they're like, "Oh yeah, you came here and visited us when you were when you were the third doctor." And then we like the later mural. on, like <laughs> we get this piece of wall breakaway, and here's like action comic John Pertwee on the wall. What in the world was well, that? I don't even know. That's see, that's what he looked like. Remember, everyone? <laughs> I just can I smash a wall and have like a picture of one of the doctors behind it. You could surprise me with what, which one I don't care. That'd be fun. That but, would be fun. But also like how in the world was there a mirror? behind? <laughs> that was just like, uh, well, we need some way for him to find out he's hideous. Yeah. There are no mirrors on this set. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Break the wall. And there's a mirror there. Sure. Yikes. That was real bad. Um, I also, can we please talk about how, the picture of Joe Grant in the locket also had a piece of hair in it. Yes. What was, thank you. What was that about? I don't know. That was so creepy. I don't know. I really, I really hope somewhere. And I, I, again, I looked at these notes a week ago to start putting the story notes together. So I don't remember. Um, but I really hope somewhere that that third doctor story got written and this hair in the locket is explained. Yeah, I hope so cuz I don't I don't get it at all. I don't get it. It's weird. It is. And much unlike the third doctor and Joe, I <sighs> 6 and Perry, I think specifically in season 22. They're just like a bickering married couple. Oh, they're so bad together. Oh my god, Perry just wants to pick where they have dinner. And the doctor's like, nah, we're going to go off here. And she's like, but I just want to go to a nice restaurant. He's like, nah, Burger King's fine. Yeah, ugh, it's it's something. It's something. It just, I, it hurts to watch their interaction. Yeah. All right. Um, I really want to talk about something that at first I liked and then didn't completely understand. Okay, fair. We need to talk about uh, the, t- the time, the time lash itself. Okay. So, okay. First of all, time lash when you're in. So, OK, if for, for those of you that haven't watched this, uh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> but there, you know, there's this punishment on this planet where if you're I don't know, you're you're bad or something, you get pushed into the time lash. It sends you throughout time and space. All this stuff kind of like, you know, a portable weeping angel. Oh, a port- yeah. Oh, look at that. That's kind of cool. Um, oh, maybe this is where the weeping angels came from. Oh, that that would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Anyway, uh, so at the end of episode one, we the doctor's gonna go in. He's gonna he's gonna go into the time lash. That's the cliffhanger, which is a decent cliffhanger. Uh, and then we come back. We're not going in the time lash. We're throwing androids and other people in there. Um, and the doctor says, "Do we have any strong rope?" And they go, yeah, we happen to have some right here. And he goes, great, I'm going in. So the doctor, and and let, let me just let everyone know. I know what show I'm watching. 
Let me just let everybody out there know. I know what show I'm watching. I feel like I had a big rant about the, Where is my big rant? There it is. So the doctor goes in. He's walking around the time lash, which is, which is fine. He's attached by strong rope. Fine. Whatever. It's Doctor Who. I get it. <laughs> and it's like poltergeist. Yeah, of course. It's like that. But he's, you know, he's attached by the rope. So I get it. Um, I really like the set design of Inside the Time Lash. If, if there's anything I can find that I went, this was cool, I liked it. Um, he's, he's in this crystal cavern, basically. Yeah, it's like a crystal cavern. The music they used was like, it was a little more calm. They had the uh, the fisheye lens kind of going. I don't mm-hmm. know, if, you know, it had an effect around the edges. Um, and the echo effect, it was all cool. It was good stuff. But then these two two people, Herbert and I believe it's not it's it had to be Micros. It was Micros. Okay. They are like, we're going in. And they just walk into this thing and they're climbing down. So what? <laughs> couldn't you just like if you got thrown into the time lash, couldn't you just wait for them to try to use the time lash again and jump out it didn't have like there was no sucking property like they didn't go flying or anything like that (laughs) like nobody said that's a bad idea don't do that um they just walked in and climbed down like it was a mountain Mm -hmm. and that was infuriating (laughs) (laughs) because the doctor needed some strong rope and he was barely doing good these guys were like we're this is the only time you'll see us in the history of Doctor Who. We can do whatever we want in this thing that launches people throughout time unwillingly. Yeah, it, it literally my understanding of the time lash when you first see it. It's like, look, you get tossed into this and you land in 12th century Scotland. I mean, it, op- it opens. It, 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 is, it is a tunnel. Yeah, it opens with Venna. She gets thrown and her like ghostly figure flies through the TARDIS. Right. She's not just like they're coming. They're coming up the tunnel. Yes. She's not just like sitting there being like, Oh, I guess I'm in here now. Like, no, she has been flung. Yes. (laughs) So uh, I don't know. That was just for anything that just made this a really bad story. uh, Very true. Very true. And I'm, you know, in my typical way of trying to spin it into some sort of acceptable scenario. It's maybe it's depends on the speed with which you are flung into the time lash. <sighs> maybe if you happen to go in really slowly, you can just climb down. <laughs> I mean, I guess. And, and if, if you get shoved, then you uh, go, flying. Then, then, then you go flying past it. You don't, you don't get a chance to climb down into the crystal caverns here. I wonder if it's almost like you, you, if it's a, if you accept that you're going into the time lash, then you can hang around. But if you're like, I don't want to go into the time lash and they throw you, then you have no say. It's just. Oh, oh, that's now that that's getting downright mystical and esoteric. I like this. Yeah. So there is if if you're resisting it. Yes. Then then it uses that energy against you. I would assume so. And sucks you through. But it's like, well, you know what? I I, I got I dropped my coffee cup. I got to go get it. It's like, eh, whatever. It's cool, man. Here's here's your mug. Yeah. Give this guy back his pen. He dropped it in here, too. Yeah, it's just it's so strange. And like, but but in that case, why would the doctor need to be tethered to something? 
And every uh, everyone else, that's the other thing. Everyone else this guy really crummy arm strength? I guess. Everyone else is like trying to like pull, you know, keep the rope tight so they can bring him back in. Right. And it's just like there's a that made absolute there's a lot of things going on there that made absolutely no sense. Oh, and, and a big part of that is two people holding onto the rope. Let go and go in there. Oh my god, I didn't even think about you that. You have less muscle holding on to the sixth doctor. Oh my god. Like, why would you do that? Time lash. <laughs> I mean, do I, I, I like I, I'm trying to think of other stuff that the the Pertwee mural was just God. Wasn't what, it? What in the world was that? I also, don't know. I mean, also, so the doctor goes into the time lash to retrieve crystals for uh, to make to make gadgets. Um, which Gadget, is, which is yes. Oh my goodness, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, this really is Inspector Gadget. <laughs> you know, it kind it kind of sort of is, huh? Um, so he gets, but Perry his... is not playing Penny. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Penny is smarter than that. Oh my goodness, Ugh. we'll get to that. We'll Ugh. get to that. Um, so he makes this crystal thing that when he presses it, it does all sorts of things, by the way. It's not just like a one trick pony, but it does. Jeez. Oh, he has like a <laughs> crystal cannon. He has, um, this crystal that he wears that is like a time, 10 second time break jump thing where, yep. um, his image stays where it is. But he can move invisibly through time or through the future. I don't know. He's literally puts himself on tape delay. Yes, basically. Um, and then also that crystal can absorb energy and shoot it back on a <laughs> ten second delay. This is all ten second stuff. Um, so and then there's like he gives uh, H.G. Wells. I'm just gonna call him that because whatever. yeah, go ahead. Um, he gives him the telescope. And I'm sitting here going, "This is this just for us?" Because the answer was yes, it was. Like here, have carry around this telescope, so at one part in the story, the audience can see that I moved. Oh yes, right. That thing that almost looks a little like a like a Dalek gun, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. This there's is, there's uh... our little. Dalek reference in the episode, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, oh boy. And uh, I mean, for me, the only other thing that was that was kind of cool was the, I guess, Borad. I didn't. I, I thought his uh, his make the makeup was cool. I liked mm-hmm. it. I got the story behind it. It was pretty simple. Um, and I enjoyed all of the camera Shots that were just of his the Morlock, Morlock side of his face. I thought that was fun. I thought the actor did a pretty good job with what he was given. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty much the only other thing that I think I really enjoyed about about this, and it wasn't well, even that much. Yeah. Well, since since we're on the subject of Borat, um, who let's be honest, when he doesn't really even fall into the time lash, he kind of steps into it. But yes, debates about the time lash aside, um, let me ask you this question, John, because we always do try to find the good uh, in a story that is, let's say, lacking. Um, What would make this story better, Borat or Borat? (laughs) You know, it's Borat. (laughs) Come on. That would I don't even know. That would be now. Is it Borat? 
as Borad? Ooh, um, I hadn't thought about that, but sure, why the hell not? <laughs> so he's got like a half lizard face. <laughs> but he sounds like Borat and he acts like Borat. Yeah, I would be 100% behind this. I'm on board with that. Let's do it. I'm, I'm on with board it. with that. Um, can I talk about H.G. Wells a little bit here? Absolutely. You can. Okay, okay. So I love that we when we first get introduced to him, he is literally... Uh, using a spirit board he is literally trying to talk to ghosts yes um which i enjoy very much um and then for some reason apparently the 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 corton uh corton no contron corton is something completely different go look at corton (laughs) discontinue um the the contron tunnel literally like dumps out in his living room (laughs) and and vena appears Yes, Vina. and and it and it and it just the whole interaction where he is convinced that she is a ghost. Yes, is, I mean it's it, for me. It's kind of the high point of this episode because it is hilarious. I will say he was also kind of a highlight in this. Just mm-hmm. how he interacted with people. I actually really liked the uh, when he sneaks onto the TARDIS at the end. I yes. thought the interaction between him and Colin Baker was very funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the, yeah, the fact that he stows away, he doesn't really listen to Six. You know, he's like, "No, I'm coming too." And 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 Six is probably going, "Look, look, look, you're you're HG Wells, man. We can't just yes, I can't risk you dying. You know, you have to go back." Um, but the simple fact that he is like, I can't remember. He, he's he's like trying to like banish Six. Because like the TARDIS appears and he comes in and he's like, what, what is this? Oh, he has the cross. (laughs) What is is this technicolor demon before me? And he's literally, he's like, no, wait, 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 let me check my book. Let me look through ghost hunting for dummies. Oh no, I need to do this. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works, man. (laughs) It just was hilarious. Yeah, it was good stuff. I mean, he was, yes, he was definitely uh, a bright spot. That is for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's something that like you could have turned into almost a little bit more of a historical. Like if you really could rewrite this and and kind of pump up some angle with Wells a little bit more, I think you could improve it that way. Yeah, you could. I don't know how much, but <laughs> you could. Um, can we please talk about how Borad's skull when he uh, when he was disintegrated or I'm sorry, his clone was disintegrated? It wasn't even like it was purely a human skull and not half dinosaur thing yes yes that was really weird i know they tried to do a wide shot on it but i'm like i'm looking at it right there it's it's kind of it's kind of obvious yeah very in fact the head the head didn't even really look to scale it, it looked too small it did look too small for the spine i don't know if it was just how it looked to me but it yeah something did not look right about it the uh the aging gun was pretty interesting yeah I mean, that was something else, I guess. Uh, it's funny because five years ago today, we reviewed City of Death. Ah. And if you remember, he also was working on <laughs> he was. aging, de-aging uh, Oh, tool. man. And that guy had the funniest, funniest death of all time. Oh, God. That, that yeah, that doctor that he, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so great. Good stuff. Good oh. stuff. And there's the dishwasher again. Well, Thank you, that's, everyone. For, that's it for those for of us, you guys keeping score at home. We taught we were keeping a timer for how long we were going to talk about this. 
and we're done. Uh, oh, no. man, we didn't even get to Perry. No, we didn't. I actually have, once again, I have no notes for Perry, no notes for the doctor. That's funny. I've got, I've actually got a ton of notes for Perry and a question. Yeah, well, let's get into those. Let's, let's okay, into okay. So, one, totally forgot she was a botanist. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You you know plants, um, you know, but don't get near the alien ones because they will squirt you in the face, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. Um, she uses she, later. Yeah. In this episode, Perry sums up the entirety of Doctor Who in one sentence, and I am like 98% here for it because it's that good. She goes, all these corridors look the same to me. <laughs> That's like great. that is hey, just uh, write that down for the, uh, for the ribbon. Oh, the real. Oh, yeah. That's okay. a good one. I really wish they were going to do a sale. Uh, Cause yeah. Anyway, but yes, that's, that's a good one. Very good. Um, now I feel like, I feel like she gets captured a few times, gets tied up a few times. And so I, it got me to wondering how many times have we seen Perry captured by the villain in the climax of a story? How many times has she been tied up? And, and, and really how many times has the villain wanted her as a bride? Yeah, that's happened a lot. It happens. I think it happens to her more than any other female companion. I'm going to go out and say that without actually having done the research. (laughs) But I will say that it it. definitely seems like it happens a lot to her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm sorry, but Perry as a character is is better than that. And I feel like they do not play to her strengths. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, boy. I mean... Oh, you said you had you had. Did you have another question or no? Nope, that was it. Goodness, I don't even. Is there anything else we want to? I'm just kind of. I'm kind of ready. <laughs> You're kind of ready. Um, I mean, if you have anything me, pressing, I'm I'm fine with it. You know what? Let me let me say this: the Bandrel Ambassador oh, was actually a pretty yes. impressive puppet. I, yes. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Thank you for bringing that up because that was another uh, another thing in the story that I was like. Hey, that's really cool. I re- the Bandrill, right? Yeah. The Bandrill uh ambassador, very cool looking. Yes, great great puppetry. I was like, why is this not getting more screen time? It's just we see it like twice. I will say um the conversation they have with the doctor is absolutely hilarious. Oh my god, yes. Show us that you're a time lord. Uh, I can't. All right, I we don't have time you. for that. All right, we believe you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Plus, plus when when we are convinced that the doctor has been blown up. Yes. Right. And then a little while later, he comes striding in, and Perry goes, "Oh my God, Doctor, how did you survive that? I don't have time to explain it now." <laughs> God, I just about it gave us the explicit tag but oh yeah you were real close right there oh i really was and i'm i'm feeling it i'm feeling it my god i hate when you do that yeah man especially in in something like that yeah it's it's just so blatantly oh let's make it look like he dies but obviously he doesn't well but how did he nah it doesn't matter doesn't matter we need him in the story now so here he is it's like oh yeah yep Biting my tongue, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, man, it's um, it's something. I don't, yeah. I don't even know. 
I don't even know. This was. Yeah. I mean, we were we were warned. Slash, I was warned, and I said no. Let's do it. Fair. Um, I do like. I did like the um, the guards like beekeeper helmets. Oh, the beekeepers with guns. The beekeeper helmets. That was great. And I like that we get a cave monster. Yes, the I've kind of been on a cave monster kick lately. Can you tell? I can tell <laughs> the wor- the worm dinosaur thing, the the Morlocks, which I mean, yeah. I thought that was fun too. I thought it was all right. Um, I kind of like the room. I put the room with the man in suit before I knew what it was called. The Morlocks. Yeah. Um, I thought that that uh that cave looked pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, that's pretty much it, man. I More would. Or less. I mean, would you? <laughs> would you recommend this for any reason um well i tell you what let me fold this into my behind the couch scale because it's not scary at all yeah but it's also not a great story um so i have no issue with the kids watching it i just can't imagine they'd actually want to watch it there's absolutely i can like I, I would put money on this that they wouldn't there's no way they would watch this two-parter in its entire in its entirety yeah no i honestly i think they would get bored in the first part i'm bored just thinking about it i i'm sorry about that <laughs> it is um, all right i would only i would only ever recommend any story if you are a completist if yeah you're like i just have to see all of them regardless of whether they're good or bad right but outside of that no yeah why bother no yeah i don't think i'd recommend this um it's pretty underwhelming if you guys wanted to turn it into a drinking game or like riff tracks it, oh, well, yeah. then okay, yeah, you got a reason. But oh, yeah, to be a passive viewer taking it in, that's no, Ugh. no, so bad for for ninety minutes. There's so many other things you can go and watch and enjoy. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of something, we will hopefully enjoy because we've enjoyed uh, what they've done so far with it. Uh, the yeah. next, the next time, and the the last classic episode un- until uh, season twelve is over. That's uh, right. We will be watching the Macra Terror. We got our hands on it. Yeah, it happened. It is starring Patrick Troughton as the Doctor. Um, oh no, Aniki Willis as Polly. Aniki. Aniki Willis as Polly. Uh, Michael Craze as Ben Jackson, and. Frazier Hines as Jamie, my favorite oh boy. companion. And uh, it was directed by John Davies and written by Ian Stewart Black. Wait, what? Ian Stewart Black. Written by Ian, Ian Stewart Black. Oh, I'm thinking of Michael Ian Black, aren't I? Oh, yes. I think you yes. are. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wow, wait, what? I was like, um... Do you know this man? <laughs> nope. I was just getting his name mixed up with somebody who wouldn't have been alive back then. <laughs> so uh, ex- excited to watch that. Yeah, um, this should be fun. Yeah. Uh, better than this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way, 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 way better. Way better. But until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Uh, actually, also Taylor, um, tell the people. I know we're at the plugs here, but tell the oh, people yes. uh, about uh, uh, if memory serves. Yeah, we we just dropped our our twenty fifth episode of If Memory Serves. Technically, our two year anniversary. Goodness, I know. Um, and Seb had the idea of um, grabbing 
some audio clips out of our old home movies. Apparently, New Year's Eve 1989, so heading into 1990. Wow. Uh, we sat down as a family. I know, 30 years ago. We sat down as a family and basically just talked about our favorite things from the 80s as a decade. That's amazing. And so we we listen to a clip of of us talking and I hate how I sound as a 13 year old Um, and uh, (laughs) then go, oh, wow, you didn't just react to it. And, And if we still stand by our choices or if it's like, why did I pick this? That was dumb. I should have picked, you know, this other thing that I like better now. <laughs> That's very cool. Very unique. Yeah, as it well. was fun. It was it 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 was uh uh it it was a, a fair bit of editing to get it all oh, uh, in there, but it really turned out a, a good episode. Definitely oh, check it out. Absolutely. And for us, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. Uh, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our podcastica shirts. Buy the future of time and space is female because technically the future is in less than a month and yeah. the doctor is female. So there you go. Buy that shirt for sure. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, donate monetarily if you can. We appreciate everyone and anyone who has ever donated to us over at Patreon. Uh, so check that out. Uh, the Y-axis, uh, they support us, so we, in turn, should support them. Twitter.com slash the Y-axis, Facebook.com slash the Y-axis, the Y-axis.bandcamp.com, and they, like us, are also on Spotify. So, join us again next time when we review the Macro Terror, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. Fancy a trip in the box? We gotta save the world!